Okay, welcome back to another episode of Spooky Movie Squad. This one's a little bit different, but this is the show where we watch a scary movie every week, and we do 75 of them every year. But this episode's a little bit special because this is the end of the fourth season of everything here at Downtown Presents. And being that this is the third time we did it, um, I don't know if I could have done it with the first like two years. Uh, there was some, uh, a lot of it was like my personal like favorites that I did, especially for the first year. The second year I branched out and did newer things, but th- this, well, tonight is going to be the third annual Spooky Awards. Woo-hoo! The episode where we all show our top five personal favorite favorite coolest movies that we have done throughout this season and then we pick the worst one the, the poopiest one and then it gets the rubber award so uh, rubber was rough enough that it became the name of the award so um i'm very excited about this this year i think personally uh was a very solid year especially at the beginning um i had a really hard time trying to keep my picks from just being the first 31 there's some really good movies we did in october but i'm very excited for this so for the uninitiated out there i'm gonna quickly as fast as i can go over the 75 movies that we did so beginning season four of everything here we did the babysitter killer queens second movie was the black phone the third movie was the woman in black number four x Number five, The Evil Dead. Number six, Happy Death Day to You. Number seven, Day Shift. Number eight, Studio 666. Number nine, Benny Loves You. Number 10, Werewolves Within. Number 11, Fresh. Number 12, Idle Hands. Number 13, The Fly. 14, Frailty. 15, Hostile. 16, Orphan. 17, Hocus Pocus 2. 18, Chillerama. 19, The Mist, and we did that with Affable Chat. Good friends there. We did that with Joey. 20 was Pro Wrestlers versus Zombies, and we did that with Alicia. 21, Creep with our beautiful, beautiful cousins, Sam and Kevin. 22, Sleepaway Camp. 23, Jennifer's Body. We did that with Rachel from Zombie Girls, and actually that was uh, all women except me. It was a really cool episode. 24, that was Nope. That was Regina and Alexis. 25, Dave Made a Maze. 26, VHS 99. 27, Anything for Jackson. 28, Barbarian. 29 and 30 was Terrifier and Terrifier 2. And the end of October was Halloween Ends. Then we jump into the other seasons after that. But we have 32 with Cigarette Burns. 33, Return to Newcomb High. 34, mm-hmm. Society. 35, Inhuman Resources. 36, Anna in the Apocalypse. 37, Black Christmas, the new one, the not really that good one. 38, Christmas, Bloody Christmas. That's Robot Santa. 39, Santa Slay. 40, Adult Swim, Yule Log, a.k.a. The Fireplace. Everybody should watch it. 41, Blood Vessel. 42, Blood Red Sky. 43, Valentine. 44, Morbius. 45, Scary Movie. 46, Transylvania Twist. 47, The Haunted House. 48, Scary Movie 4. 49, Bird Box. 50, The Menu. 51, The Silence. 52, Hush. 53, Fallen. 
54, 55, and 56 were part of the Fear Street trilogy. 57 was Goosebumps. 58, VHS Viral. 59 and 60, that was the ABCs of Death and its sequel. 61 was Scare Package. 62, Annabelle. 63, Megan. 64, Child's Play. The old one, not the one with Han Solo. Damn it, I messed up the joke. I had it all. 64, <laughs> Child's Play. The old one. 65, Puppet Master, The Lilith Reich. 66, Dead Silence. 67, Mr. Harrigan's Phone. 68, In the Tall Grass. 69, Doctor Sleep. 70, Carrie. 71, Demons. Hell yeah. 72, Virus 32. 73, The Old Ways. 74, Juwan. And 75 was The Mimic. So, I have tasked my friends with giving me a list of the best five movies, in their opinion, that they had a great time with. So, we're going to go down the line and just start these bad boys. So, Emma, what were your top five movies of this season? Oh, man. I had such a hard time this year going for my top five. We watched so many good movies. It it took me a minute to legitimately think about like all the things that made it my favorite movie and all that. And that, again, did not narrow it down to five. <laughs> so I have five adjacent. So <laughs> I'll just get into it. Werewolves Within is one of them. I loved that movie. That was hilarious. And the twist actually got me. It's very hard to surprise me with twists in movies because I'm one of those people that's like, shit, it's her, it's him, I know. And then for the rest of the movie, I'm just waiting for that shoe to drop. <laughs> this movie totally got me on that one. So I loved that. Hush was another one because that is a horrific premise for a movie being deaf living by yourself in the middle of the woods no thank you even with the ability to hear i would not live by myself in the middle of the woods uh, my third one was dr sleep because that movie was incredible my fourth ish was the Fear Street Trio. Because all three of those movies were incredible. Yeah, and then my good. fifth was sort of horror, sort of not horror, but The Menu. Because that movie was fucking amazing. That, it, it was great. I loved it. Micah, what were your five? All right, so I'll start where she left off. Um, I'm going to go with The Menu. <laughs> It, I, I think it just came out at the right time for me because that, that movie slapped super hard. You uh, watched it like six times. Yeah, as soon as I weeks. watched it, I was like, <laughs> when it came out on, on HBO, I was like showing everybody that I could that movie. I don't know. I, I really, really enjoyed it. I had such a blast with that movie. Number two, I'm going to say The Mist. Uh, the movie is a banger. The twist ending is just heart wrenching and, and just so cruel. What a cruel way to end that movie. But also what a great episode. If you haven't listened to that, hanging out with, uh, with Joey at affable chat, that 
It was great. That was such a fun recording, and I, I hope we can do that again because that was a fun collab. Awesome crossover. Yeah. So if you if you haven't watched, listened to that one, go go back and listen to it because it's it's worth it, man. That was that was fun for us. So I know it was a good one. <laughs> um, to be a little different because it's uh, I mean it's I yeah I well I was gonna say um oh I just had it and I lost it but. I had a lot of the same ones that Emma had. Oh, uh, Hush. Hush was just an absolute banger, but I'll be a little bit different. I, I'm going to go with the old ways. Um, that one was great. Yeah. I, I am a huge fan, and also why Hush is there, because it's like when it comes to these horror movies, shorter, sweeter, get to the point, and move on. I, I am all about that. <clears throat> like when we did uh, The Host, or... What was yes. it? Yeah, it was yeah, it was the host. Yeah, Forty five minutes. Pfft, let's go. <laughs> can't can't really mess it up too much. Uh, I am gonna go with Virus Thirty Two for the vibe. Uh, I absolutely loved it because it just it, it was a a really good. I don't know. I know it wasn't the point, but it definitely felt like it play, paid homage to uh, uh, Twenty Eight Days Later. It felt like so, it. Yeah. So and then the the soundtrack and everything just uh, it went so well um doctor sleep like again i'm copying all the same ones that i did not expect that one to be so good a lot of these i i I, at this point like i don't watch horror movies unless we have a recording just because i want to go in fresh and like have a real like you know so obviously there's going to be some movies like the menu that i i know of or or have seen before that i want to bring up but it's it's kind of more fun at this point when we like just wait and it's like okay i can wait i can wait a few months until we actually watch and record so uh i did not expect that one to be so good and obviously i haven't read the book yet um that is on my my like i think i'm three books away from reading that one so (laughs) that one's that one's coming up in my reading list but um absolutely loved that and i've lost count how many i think that was five yeah i think so (laughs) yeah i'm i'm good with that that's that's a good list katie so my number one movie i think this whole season was probably the old ways and i don't know if it's because it just happened like we just watched it a couple weeks ago or if it's because it's genuinely that good of a movie but i absolutely loved that movie Uh it was it was so freaking good do yourself a favor go watch it if you haven't go back and listen to our episode on the old ways it was so freaking good and then um, number two is probably uh, Fresh, starring Sebastian Stan. What a fucking twist of a movie. Like, just insanity. Why on earth would somebody be selling human meat? It's just horrific. And then at coming in at number three is probably got to be The Evil Dead, uh, mm-hmm. starring Jane Le- Levy. What a fucking great modern version of the Evil Dead. Like, the way that they brought it back, the way that it connects to the old Evil Deads with Ash, the graphics on it were fantastic, the jump scares were fantastic, like, all around that movie slaps. And then uh, my number four is Blood Red Sky. Mm-hmm. It's a movie about a mom who is a vampire and she's trying to 
cure herself so that she doesn't hurt her son. And she gets on a plane and chaos ensues. And then there's terrorists. And then the terrorists become vampires. And it is just wild as hell. It is so (laughs) good. And a plane full of vampires. And a plane full of vampires. Exactly. Uh, And my last one, I could not go without saying Studio 666. So good. (laughs) I love Dave Grohl. I love the Foo Fighters. And they made arguably one of the best horror comedies of the last decade. It is so funny. It's so, it's like packed full of cameos. It is just absolutely great. Otis. So with my five, uh, like I said earlier, the first 31 movies that we picked for the Halloween Screamathon, they were very solid. Uh, I, it took me a few days to actually get from 10 movies to five. And honestly, I, the top 10, well, the top five is just the five that I had to cut off and I was sad about. So um, toward the end, if anybody has any honorable mentions, we'll do it because I have like six movies that you should watch, but yeah. they're not in the top five. So I'm just going to go down the line. There's no specific order to these, but I think I know what my top one is. But the first one, The Black Phone. It's Stephen King adjacent, and I absolutely adore Stephen King. So it's a Joe Hill joint. And just like the movie the year before we did, Horns, it's really, really fucking good. It felt like a short story from Stephen King. The kid, and just like in all Stephen King stories, we get the children are super smart, and it goes through a whole lot of shit, and the villain is the adult. Um, Like I said, Ethan Hawke, this was his first movie that he played a villain and he was really, really, really good at it. He didn't think it would be that awesome. But he's like, man, villains are fun. You get to do anything you want. The Mask, for any wrestling fans out there, um, Bray Wyatt, uh, Wyndham Rotunda, he just passed away. So the creepy mask that he used to wear was made by the same person that made the mask in the black phone. That's why he looks so damn familiar. And it was so good. Yes. So I loved everything about it. And Joe Hill has actually said, well, damn, that movie was so popular. I kind of have ideas for another story. So he's going to continue this as a book or a movie. We're getting more Black Phone in that world. And I need to read that fucking book. My next one was X. Uh, even with that episode, uh, I think I was the biggest just fan of it. It's silly. I love when movies take a crazy left turn out of nowhere. It's like Cabin in the Woods. It, it felt like a normal, hokey, scary movie. And then it just the veil comes off. And you're like, oh, they're making this scary movie. Not like a film. They're trying to sacrifice these children. That's crazy. Just like an ex. They're trying to make a porn. And then there's just crazy old people murdering them. It's I, I love this movie. And that is why we're doing Pearl this year. Because they made them at the same time. It's a prequel. Yay. Yeah. <laughs> I'm very pumped to watch it. My next one is Dave Made a Maze. So this was, I, oh man, um, we watched it. We saw a trailer for it. So real quick, Dave Made a Maze is about a guy that makes a, just a cardboard fort. But for some ungodly reason, he's stuck in it. And you're like, that's silly. Otis, how is he stuck in it? I don't know, but it's a labyrinth on the inside. So on the inside of this labyrinth, when people die, 
they don't bleed out and just spray blood everywhere. They spray yarn. Red yarn comes out of their wounds. And confetti. It's the silliest movie, but it is so graphic. It is the most creative movie yeah. that I've ever seen, probably. Yeah. Every room is just cardboard, and they made it. They made room by room, and then did film the scene, and tore it all down, and made the next room. So much love went into this. And like I said, there's no blood in this movie, but there's a lot of sprinkles and yarn and red confetti that comes <laughs> out of people. It is the craziest movie. And I sat there. I was like, this is so weird and cool. I loved it. Uh, my fourth one is, yeah, Barbarian, man. <laughs> oh, so good. The the movie of Red Flags. From the beginning, we were like, oh, Skarsgård, he, he's the villain, right? Like He looks creepy. And it's like, oh, they're hitting it off. This is really cool. Well, it's he's going to kill her. It's a rom-com. Oh. No, it's not. Oh, that weird giant person downstairs, like, just crushed his head in. Oh, shit. What is happening? It <laughs> it just was crazy. It blew, it blew my mind. I, we watched it in the theater. And I was like, what the fuck is this movie? Because The twists just uh, keep coming, too, so as the movie good. goes on. It's so I, I absolutely loved it. And then my last one, it's a weird one, but I please watch it. It's on HBO Max or Max, whatever, but it's Adult Swim Yule Log, a.k.a. The Fireplace. So during Christmas time, Adult Swim made a Yule Log video. So it's those videos where it's just a burning little fireplace and you can put on when you have a Christmas party. But this movie, after seven minutes of a log burning, it turns into a horror movie. And for 15 to 20 minutes, it is from the perspective of the fireplace. You see people run past. You see killers run past a fireplace. You see blood splatter on the fireplace. And then the camera backs up and it's a legit horror movie. And there's a killer in the house trying to murder people. And then aliens pop up. And then the log is possessed by a ghost. There are so many villains in this little movie. It's like an hour long. It, me and Katie watched it and I was like, what the fuck? Why are there aliens? So the killer is not the main bad guy? The log is evil? We had to watch it twice. It's so fucking good. We had to watch it twice, like, as soon as we watched it, because it just, like, we had so many questions after yeah. the first watch. <laughs> There's an evil person in the fireplace making people erase themselves in time. There's time travel in it. It's it's the same guy that did Too Many Cooks. So if you watch that short 15-minute video, it's just... <laughs> that song? It's just intros, but then a killer comes in, and he's trying to kill all the intro people. It, it's It's absurd. I had such a great time with the fireplace so it's on max please give it a shot it is not long and you'll be like what the hell is this uh, but it's, that's my forte <laughs> so before we do the rubber award um i tasked everybody if you had one uh we're gonna add a new award and whatever the movie gets the most picks or we'll just pick one it will be its name but it's the creative award so this year if there was a movie out there that you just thought was so different or special or maybe the plot was just so creative or something they did in it this is your time to tell the world so emma did you have a movie for your creative award i would have to go with the old ways um either the old ways or blood red sky honestly um because the fact that blood red sky had like one decent person in there plus a kid and that's, it's not a common occurrence for a horror film to have 90% of it be what you're trying to kill. Um, I mean, unless it's zombies, that's very good. <laughs> but um, 
I really enjoyed the old ways because like we said, it's not a normal premise for a movie. And it, I liked that angle to it. And the fact that they were able to not fuck up the monster, quote unquote monster, and ruin it with T-Rex sounds and all those things. Thanks, Papa Duke. Um, but yeah, the old ways and uh, Blood Red Sky. So leaning more towards old ways, though. Micah? Mm, yes. <laughs> also, yes. So to be different, I'm going to say hush. It is a very, very creative. I, I give it more points for creativity because what an oddly specific set of circumstances that have to happen to make that movie a thing. Just yeah. a, a deaf woman hanging out by herself in her own cabin that's close enough to her friends that live not too far away. Like, it's just a really, really specific set of circumstances, but they do it really well. So, and, and, good on them for inclusion seriously but like very creative at the same time what a, what a set of circumstances <laughs> uh yeah katie i think mine has to be probably dave made a maze there has never been anything like if you ever watched the movie or the show Out of the Box on Disney Channel when you were a kid, where yeah. these two like daycare people basically build a fort in their backyard, uh, made out of cardboard boxes, and then they go inside to like have fun in the fort, and it's a whole ass clubhouse like capable of fitting like twenty kids, and like it is that, but with horror stuff like there's a fucking minotaur there's like a hallway that's a piano that you're like walking through it is insanely creative and it's all made out of cardboard all of the blood and gore like otis is saying is like yarn and confetti it is just so off the wall there's one point where they go into this room they walk into this room as humans and then they are fucking puppets. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they, are, they are literal, like, paper bag puppets. And they're, like, screaming, running away from the Minotaur. And oh then they get God. out of the room and they turn back into people again. Oh, my God. it is just the most creative, most chaotic, most wonderful little horror film I've ever seen. <laughs> my, my grandpa, I really wish we would have watched that movie. Uh, my grandpa used to do that every year because he was an elementary teacher for, you know, 30 years or whatever. Yeah. And he would build, he would get uh, those giant appliance boxes like refrigerator and, and ovens and stuff like that. And just for, for like, they would do like a Halloween carnival every year. And he oh. would in the cafeteria do a giant box maze and he'd have like a, uh, um, a fan going into it to poof up a you know one of those uh umbrella uh, not umbrella um parachute yeah, yeah parachute so there's like a parachute room that you can go into and like all this stuff and he would do that every halloween whenever they did it i mean they didn't do a ton of them unfortunately but for the years that they did he always built a giant box maze for the carnival and it was fucking awesome every time <laughs> Yeah, it's really, really fun and surprisingly graphic for yarn everywhere. Uh, people <laughs> get their heads cut off and a yarn just flies out of their bodies. Um, so my creative award, it was Dave Made a Maze. 
but I assumed that Katie was going to say Dave made a maze. So I went with the other one that we gushed over. And this was a Christmas film that I actually held off for many years. This would have been probably on the, either the first or second Halloween Screamathon, but I was like, oh, it's Christmas one. We'll do it one of these Christmases. And that is Anna and the Apocalypse. So there's a backstory to it. The Vine star, the, uh, there's a guy that would try to feed um, Ryan Gosling food oh, and he would put the spoon cereal. up. He kept, he was trying to feed Ryan Gosling cereal. Yes. And so it was different movies where he would like look one way and turn. He's like, just eat it. Ryan Gosling eat, won't eat, eat his cereal. Food. So uh, when he wasn't doing vines like that, he made a short story about uh, the day after a zombie infestation apocalypse, and it's a musical. And he made a 20-minute short, and it's really fucking good. And so he passed away, unfortunately, while they were making this movie, but they made a musical, a Christmas musical about zombies in Britain. And it is crazy graphic for what it is, and there's really good songs. There's some solid, solid songs in it. Hey, I added like the whole soundtrack to my musical playlist. It's damn good. And I've thought about it a couple times. And that's usually how I think of my favorite movies. It's the ones where, oh, I instantly buy them. Or the ones where I'm like, man, that was a really cool scene. Like, I, I'm thinking about that again. It's some of my favorite things. But Anna and the Apocalypse, that was really, really fun. And I'm not the biggest musical person, but under the umbrella of horror it was really fucking fun so now it is time for the rubber award nominees so emma <laughs> what movie did you think was the poopiest of the year i'm gonna have to say the first abcs of death i don't know if it's because i was not in the proper mindset for such a um how do i say this um gem <laughs> of a film but i had the deepest most unerasable what the fuck on my face for the entire length of that movie and i was like whoa, whoa what the actual fuck is this so yeah I'm going to go with the first ABCs of death, Micah. Uh, so I'll go with, <laughs> not because it was a poorly made film, because the production quality was phenomenal and super good actors, but what a pointless movie Mr. Harrigan's phone was. <laughs> oh my God. I, I don't. That one. Yeah. I don't know why they made that into a movie. Holy crap. Like the point was so muddled that it was just like, oh, cell phones are bad and they're ruining society. Okay. okay boomer. Fuck. Like to put so much effort into such a shitty point and and just a totally forgettable movie. I like you don't have to make everything, every word that Stephen King writes into a movie. You really yeah. don't. I know he sold the rights to everything, I, I guess, to make a movie out of it. But just because you can, maybe you should stop and ask, should we? Come on, Netflix, do better. <laughs> I think if, if I remember correctly, he has a clause or some deal he came up with any of his short stories. Uh, I don't know about the novels, but any of his short stories, 
he sells the rights for a penny. So anybody can make a version or a movie of it or short movie or whatever you want. So that's why you see a lot of the short ones, uh, people coming up their first movie, they'll do some short Stephen King thing. He's like, I don't give a shit. Go ahead. Get my name out there. <laughs> it just, it all comes back to me in the end. <laughs> you can pay me in exposure. Yeah. Honestly, he doesn't, he's fucking rich. Yeah. So he's not worried about money, honestly. Okay. This movie had one part of the many sections of it that was quality, hilarity. And the rest of it was a big old what the fuck. And that is Chillerama. <laughs> I don't, did you guys watch Chillerama? That was just me and you. Oh my God. This movie is so fucking chaotic. <laughs> there is it's a it's a an anthology, there's a bunch of short stories um that is being told at Chillerama. It's a drive-in theater. And as the things are going, there's like a zombie apocalypse happening around the theater and it's chaos. But the very i think it's the very first short story that happens this dude like goes on a date he's about to get lucky with this girl um and he doesn't want to come too quickly so he masturbates into a toilet and when he does this only one sperm comes out but it's huge it's like this <laughs> like the size of a goldfish he's like trying to figure out what to do with it like how to hide it from his date or whatever and he ends up getting in a fight with this sperm in her bathroom and destroying her bathroom and then it escapes out the window and continues to grow and grow and grow and by the end of this thing it is him and the girl and all of like the army and military and everybody trying to fight a sperm one single sperm that is humping the Statue of Liberty. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's how our children came into existence. So <laughs> I'm great. gonna die. It is so bad. The it's... acting is bad. The story is bad. Eventually, it get, like explodes, and then everyone's just covered in come and it is just like <laughs> the most chaotic thing in the world oh that's God. rough <laughs> and that's just the first story of this anthology okay there's <laughs> there's another one there's like werewolves on a, at a beach party i was a teenage werebear that one's not it, bad it's a gay musical it's not bad <laughs> <laughs> and then, what's the the franken nazi oh um um the diary of Anne Frankenstein. Yeah, the Diary of Anne Frankenstein. That one's redeemable. That one's good. It's oh hilarious. But the rest of it is so bad. Like, the acting yeah. is bad. Like, the main character in the beach one is a male porn star. It is wild. <laughs> it is a fucking ride, but it is for sure my least That's special movie I watched all year. It's it's great. Um, uh, fun fact, the, the Anne Frankenstein... That was made by the creator of Hatchet, and all the people that are in it are from episodes or movies of Hatchet. So, huh. um, the Frank, the Jewish Frankenstein that he makes, <laughs> that Hitler makes, <laughs> his name is Meshuggah. Uh, it's the same guy that plays <laughs> Victor Crowley. 
Um, oh yeah, and the the his Hitler's name is Mushogana. <laughs> the main guy. Hitler's yeah. played by the guy from uh, is it Grandma's Boy? Yeah, the bad guy from <laughs> the Grandma. bad guy from Grandma's <laughs> Boy. Sit on my face. <laughs> it is that one is almost like it almost redeems Chillerama, but the rest of it is so bad. The movie literally the outside plot of the movie literally starts with this guy who digs up his dead wife and fucks her in her grave and then becomes Ouch. and becomes nope. infected. Yeah, with- she wakes up and bites his dick. And so um his some of his like I don't know, zombie semen blood gets into the popcorn butter and so everybody eats popcorn at the drive-in turns and, into sex zombies yeah it is um, a lot it's hilarious this movie it's one of my favorites from when I was young. it's so it's so hilarious right? oh, I love it. it's so and bad is it is it just me or does it feel like it's been a really long time since we've watched a hatchet movie yeah they need to make a new one i'm sorry 824 you guys are the good guys in this whole fight can we can we get another hatchet movie Please. <laughs> get the rights and make a hatchet movie we need right. another one okay so uh, after hearing about that great movie uh that was turned into a, a rubber award winner needs a, uh, the, the needs a rubber award the needs yeah. a rubber award <laughs> absolutely yeah they actually tried to cover the giant sperm with a giant condom but didn't rip <laughs> <laughs> there's so many jokes it's so fucking funny fuck man and they were like does anybody have another one and everybody's patting their pockets and they're like i don't that's the only one i got um, <laughs> so uh my rubber award nominee or winner was the movie the silence boy howdy what a great idea and it's, it was just really dumb choices by everybody if someone came up to me and my daughter and didn't have a tongue it was hissing like a cat i would have shot them if the world's ending, you're getting lit up, sir. Oh, no. Correct. Maybe we should have shot him. Um, There were a lot of dumb choices in that movie. And I'm mad because I love Stanley Tucci. That movie was poop shit with him in it. I was very, very disappointed. <laughs> was Otis in it, and he was a fucking liability. Why would you take a dog when yeah. your literal survival I'm depends sorry. on it? I'm sorry, puppy. An animal being quiet. You gotta go. Uh, <laughs> I feel bad for saying it, but Bella would have to go, too. She'd just be yelling at three in the morning, like, bitch, shut up. <laughs> You're doomed in this house. Yeah, no, she'd have a she would have to have like a little silence box like they had in um the quiet place. With the baby. Where they put that baby forever. Um, so yeah, the silence. I thought it was just the poopiest movie. It's a shame, it was a great idea. I just did not have a good time with it. I was very disappointed. Bella, you're laying on the keyboard. Good lord. Okay. So uh I don't think we had any movies overlap, sadly. Like the other years, so I don't know. Don't watch any of those. Watch Chillerama. <laughs> <laughs> I have other worst. If you want to hear, like I could, I had a hard time narrowing down the worst ones we watched this year. Okay, so um, before we get out of here, uh, does anybody have any more like honorable mentions or some movies that would have been in your top five, but just you know the fact there's only five can be in there? I do. So I think both of you guys kind of touched on them for sure. But I think that uh, Dr. Sleep was probably the best well-made movie, the most well-made movie that we watched this whole year. Like it was such an intricate storyline and so well acted, so like fantastic. Um, And then to go along with that, with the intricacies of in and out of the storyline, I had to go with Fear Street 2. 
Um, that's the one in the eighties where it kind of tied the mm -hmm. like nine or eight. What was it? Sixteen sixty six. Yeah, yeah. The sixteen sixty six storyline to the nineteen ninety four storyline, yeah. and kind of like wrapped it up all and gave you like, oh, here's what the fuck is yeah. happening, and yeah, it was great. Um, I have an honorable mention for the creative award. I am going to go with uh, In the Tall Grass. Yeah. Definitely couldn't win with that one just because there were so many plot holes. Like, it just tried to convolute that story so hard that it was just like, well, what the f Okay, I guess. Like, what? What? what it okay, how do we track this uh, going back in time? And then, like, it, it, it just didn't make a whole lot of sense. But it was very creative. And I had a really good time watching it. It's just, it kind of got to the point where it was like, okay, now we've, now we're just gone too far. I don't. I don't know where we are. We're, oh, we left. We left the story behind like thirty minutes ago. Crap. <laughs> well, we got to end this thing. So let's uh, let's give us a hero. Good. Everybody loves a good hero, right? <laughs> yeah. And then we hit a cross hatch of grass, and there's a dead body in it, and yeah. it's me from so yesterday. That... <laughs> what the fuck? Right. And then there's like eighteen thousand copies because this guy keeps dying over and over again. I guess. Yeah. So that that one that one was very creative, but just couldn't finish. Yeah, no. Uh, some honorable mentions I had was one from Guido's Choice. The month it was called Society, and mm -hmm. it is yeah. a body horror film from the eighties. And boy howdy, it was it made your stomach hurt. It was really really crazy, and I loved it. Yep. And I remember yep. seeing pieces of it. But uh, it's very much a Cronenberg-y kind of film. Bodies merging into other bodies. And a guy trying to figure out what the fuck is up with his family. <laughs> yep. Uh, Day Shift. That was the one with Jamie Foxx where he's a vampire hunter. And it's a buddy. It's like a buddy cop film. Because he's with uh, the good Franco. Dave. Dave. Dave Franco. And it's very funny. I had a great Dave Franco time was it. just fucking great in that movie. And, oh my gosh. And the action was done by the same action person or the director from John Wick. So yep. the action was actually legit and looked really realistic. Uh, Megan, uh, no fucking shit. Megan was great. And yep. I had to fight. That was mine. I had to fight myself to get Megan off my list. I was very, yep. very mad about It was that. in my top 10 for sure. Agreed. And for people out there that don't mind, Super duper duper graphic scenes. I'm not playing about this. Terrifier one and two. They are wild movies, but it is so good. It is. Yep. It, 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 it's a slasher film, like super slasher the most film. Slashy. I just remember on Twitter when Stephen King was like, "Hey, you guys hear about this Terrifier movie?" And people were like, "Mr. King, um, this movie's wild as fuck." Just so you know. And he's like, "Okay." And he watched. He's like, "Damn, that was really good." They're like, did you watch the second one? He's like, oh, there's two. <laughs> <laughs> and then he watched the second one. He's like, holy shit, that's a lot. And I'm like, if Stephen King is bothered by it, it's a wild ass movie, but it's fun. It's just a creepy, quiet clown killing the shit out of people. And I am not being facetious when I say killing the ever living shit out of people's bodies. Yep. It is wild stuff but it's so good and they're making a third one it's so goddamn good i've literally used some of the kills from that movie as ways that i've killed characters in D. &D. <laughs> nice that's gold that clown's hardcore when he yep. kills <laughs> yes he is <laughs> i i also have two honorable mentions for the rubber award 
One of them is a classic hate, and that is Scary Movie 4. <laughs> a fucking train wreck. You, you could bad. just tell, like, we, we kind of, Hollywood definitely burned itself out on the satire films there for a while. Yeah. Where they just kept giving money to the hot hand, and then they just kind of, I don't know, got too high and lost their train of thought and shoved Charlie Sheen out the window with a giant boner that killed him. Yeah. Like that that yeah that that one will always be rubber a, a classic rubber <laughs> and then my other one was going to be blood vessel for the nazi ghost ship oh i liked that movie. it could have been so much better oh, man. i like blood for, vessel for a movie for a movie that great. came out in 2019 like they, they I, I mean i guess it was a low budget australian film but if you're gonna have a ghost ship you gotta have a hispanic mechanic <laughs> that's all i'm saying accurate <laughs> I also have a couple of rubber award honorable mentions. Um, pro wrestlers versus zombies is not good. Just <laughs> flat. It it ain't great, guys. Valentine from the 90s. Yeah. Like 1999, 2000, whatever it was. David Boreanaz. What a horribly acted movie. <laughs> like... How are you so bad at acting? You had already done Buffy. Come on, Arizona Rob. So bad. And then my last one is um VHS Viral. I could not with that fucking movie. I hated that they were trying to make it like 90s looking, like the it's VHS, right? But this movie tried overly hard to make it look like it was done on a VHS. And the tracking or lack of tracking that they put into this film, like the squiggly lines on your screen to show you that, yeah, this is a VHS tape playing right now, made me want to throw up. Yeah. It was so over the top. And it felt like it was made by a Gen Z kid who had never watched a VHS tape before and had only ever heard like, oh, yeah, the tr- it just looks really bad because the tracking gets weird. And they were like, oh, okay, well, then I'll put it here and here and here and here and here and here and here. And you'll just fucking not be able to see this movie because the tracking's so bad. I'm like, that's not what it is. Figured out. That movie drove me crazy. Agreed. Uh, Does anybody have anything else to say about the fourth season of this podcast? It was awesome. Mm -hmm. Enjoy it. We did. I will probably be watching lots of those movies multiple times. Yeah, <laughs> Which there was genuinely only like say. a handful of bad movies that we watched. Yeah. Okay. So with that, that is the end of this episode and the end of the fourth season of this podcast. So if you have any other cool fun facts about movies that I should have picked, like uh, hell, I should have picked the Terrifier movies, but I talked about them much later. You can tweet us at Allentown Pod. We have an email. It is Allentown Presents at gmail.com. We have a Facebook app. Allentown Presents. So I realized that this season, fourth season, had the most movies with wrestlers in it. So Santa Slay had Goldberg. Dave Made a Mace had John Morrison. For uh, Wrestlers vs. Zombies had like 10 wrestlers that I absolutely love in it. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was one more wrestler somewhere in one of these movies. Um, I wasn't trying to do that, but it fucking happened, so I'm going to keep doing it. If I can find <laughs> movies with wrestlers that did horror movies, by God, I'm going to try my best to just fit it in somewhere. Uh, the Rock has not done a horror movie, so we'll probably never see him. God damn it. Um, ooh, 
I forgot. Uh, Katie just pointed to it, but Benny loves you. I liked it. It was just a little little teddy bear. Very creative. Trying to murder. I, it was hilarious to me. <laughs> Very jealous little bear that just wants uh, the little boy's love. <laughs> so that's it, man. That is the end of season four in the books in the pocket out of sight. So uh, I'm very excited. The fifth annual Halloween Screamathon. I have words. I'm trying to get them out. So no, you're fine. I'm just going over there. I'm reading through this list and like, fuck, that was a good movie. That was a good movie. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> but uh, with the fifth annual Halloween Screamathon, we're kind of still working on the, the list, but I'm actually pretty excited. And I think it's going to be the same issue that there's going to be movies that are really goddamn good and they're all going to be in the top, the first 31 movies. But I'm very excited. So, uh, like always, thank you so much for listening. And we will be back in a few days, not even a goddamn week, with the fifth annual Halloween Screamathon. Okay, bye, guys. Bye. Toots. Now that's spooky. Now that's spooky. Now that's spooky. And that's spooky.